everyone and welcome back to the dance parent podcast it's jake and Jana. thanks so much for joining us this week and i'm not gonna lie it is 11 38 p.m and we are leaving for dallas for a dance convention bright and early in the morning and so today's is gonna be a little different we're doing random thoughts with jake and Jana. <laughs> so um rather than a really clear outline here we are Talking about just some random things that have come up as we're talking about ideas for episodes, but maybe aren't a full episode in and of themselves. So if you feel like listening to this one, you get our random thoughts of things, but I think they're actually... <laughs> no, there's some good ones in it, for some sure. Some great random thoughts, but they are random thoughts. Um, starting off with, and I think we all know this as parents, like we know we're supposed to ask questions first when the kids get in the car and they've had a hard day. Um, but I think sometimes we can be, uh, I think it depends on the parent, right? But I, in the person, but I think we can be really quick to just want to comfort or we can be really quick to jump to their defense, or we can also be really quick to just kind of shut it down and tell them to toughen up. And I don't know that any of those three things are quite as effective as really asking questions and allowing them to kind of dig deeper and figure out why they feel that way. And there's such a range of, and I mean, this comes from like the hardest working dancers just as much as it maybe does from those that need to do something differently to get a different result. They're all going to have those days where they get in the car and it's just been a tough day at dance. Hopefully not often, but it happens. And so I think some of the follow-up questions can definitely be, was this just a random one day thing, right? I think there are some of those really high achieving, hardworking dancers, and we all love those. Um, But where just because something that has gone well for them a million times, there was one rough day with it. Well, is that worth that reaction? And can that possibly, that question of, was this just a one-time thing? Can that lead them to a place of like, right, right? This isn't that I'm suddenly a terrible dancer because I couldn't do this one thing today. Um, I think another good follow-up question can definitely be, are you doing everything you can possibly do to get Mm. the result you want? Sure. Especially if it's something that's over and over. Like, oh, the range of things we hear, right? Like, I'm in the back for this dance or this choreographer didn't notice me or... I didn't get this thing at the dance convention or my teacher didn't give me any corrections today. They didn't even look at me. Some of those things, I think there can definitely be follow-up questions of what are you doing? And maybe what is something that those dancers that are achieving what you want to achieve, is there something that you could take from them? And I don't think you even have to lead it, right? Or like guide that. It's just the question of, is there something that someone else is doing that you could try doing as well? Right, helping them to peel back the layers in some self-exploration to help answer their own question, I think sometimes is huge because, yeah, I know as parents, sometimes all you want to do is comfort or or if they're really just, you know, going off the deep end, like, whoa, whoa, it's not that big a deal, Re- relax. But <clears throat> I think the more questions that we can ask, 
as the people who they confide in and when they come to you for in those moments, I think more questions, the better, because I think that takes a lot of the emotion out of it for them and Mm -hmm. can help them see it for what it really is and what they can actually do, which I think is so much more beneficial. Like if they can figure out a way that they can help steer the ship in the right direction and that they have control over over a situation, that's huge. That's huge. And then in the future, as they're getting older too, they feel like even though your questions you asked help get them there, right? Like you totally helped guide them, Mm -hmm. parents, to the place they needed to be. But it's a lot different than mom or dad just took care of it for me. Or mom and dad just wouldn't listen to me. Or it's totally different when it just helps them find that solution themselves. So then the next time they're in the situation, whether it's when they're off at college or they're off at some summer opportunity and you're not there, or even just situations with friends, I mean, anything, they have developed the confidence of like, oh, right, last time this happened, I got to this solution on my own (laughs) and And, they can fix it. And not just the confidence, but the tools to navigate those situations, like you said, on their own. Mm -hmm. Like if they develop those tools and to be able to ask themselves a question like, hold on, let me step back from this for a second. What can I do? What am I missing? Where's my blind spot? How do I go forward? Right. Huge. Um, okay. First random thought. That was it. (laughs) Next random thought. I think this one is so important. And you know what? This one actually probably could have been a full episode, but today it's random thought number two. I think it is so important, especially so that when something does go wrong, like we just talked about asking the questions is way easier if this is the situation. It's so important that dancers find a teacher that they know believes in them fully and that the dancer believes in that teacher fully. And when that happens, there is just magic that can happen. And I think this definitely, you know, I think it's important with young ones too. I think it becomes more and more important as dancers get older, but I've just seen it play out. I have seen incredible dancers get into some of these top, dance programs or go on to have professional careers and some of them are from giant studios that Mm -hmm. put out tons of professional dancers and some of them are from some tiny little studio in Kansas or some tiny little studio in fill in the blank right and I think it is very important that dancers have a teacher like I said that they know believes in them and they believe in that teacher and also one that will help to guide them toward other outside opportunities, whether that is in the next chapter for college or in summer opportunities or in choreographers to work with, all sorts of things. Um, But I just think that it is one of the most important things. Now, I also think it's important to say, I've had students that I don't want to say that I didn't believe in because that's totally not it, right? I think... Jake and I both can tend to love finding hmm. the diamonds in the rough, if you will. My favorite, and yeah. um, I think we really, really love doing that. But there have definitely been dancers just that maybe weren't putting in the same level of effort one year. And therefore, naturally, the way a teacher pushes is slightly different depending on the effort, the energy, the retention, all the things that that dancer brings in. But I have watched dancers I've taught for years suddenly make a giant shift. And my gosh, like, 
things mm-hmm. can just totally blossom and that that relationship can totally change. Um, so I think that can shift at any point. But if, and we're not talking like for one day, right? Like there's, even with the best of mentor relationships, there's going to be that day where things just felt a little flat or where the teacher really pushed harder than the student wanted to go or vice Mm -hmm. versa. The student really wanted to go and the teacher just wasn't there that day. Like it happens. Um, I think if that's happening habitually over and over, that's definitely a problem and there's possibly a better fit out there. Without a doubt. And it's, I think it has to be once again evaluated with lots of questions. And, and is it a is it a thing like Jana said that is happening a lot, or is it from here, or from time to time, or here or there? Because there have been plenty of times that some of my absolute favorite moments with students have not been some of the most pleasant ones. They've been some ones that I've had to really push that student, mm-hmm. but they knew that like I was coming at it from a good place that like I cared about them. And they weren't seeing it or getting it in that moment, but they've got to know that first Mm -hmm. and they've got to believe that they've got to believe and they got to be open to that message. And if both of those lines of communication are open, I, it's just not going to work or it's definitely not going to work very well. Mm -hmm. And, And in that moment, I feel like as a parent, you have to make sure, is this the right place for my kid? Is this Mm -hmm. the right place for my family? Cause Everybody just wants their kids to flourish mm-hmm. and do the best. And I think it's important to say, too, just because this teacher is great for Susie doesn't mean that this teacher is the best for Johnny. Now, I think there is value from taking from all different types of teachers and that relationship can develop. Right. And um, But I do think, you know, there's just going to be some students that be like, this teacher and I just are not clicking. Is that someone that you necessarily should have as like your main teacher that you're working with? multiple times a week and doing private lessons with, no, there's probably a better fit, right? Um, and but mm-hmm. can I jump in here? Mm-hmm. But I also think, back to that, I think we have to be very careful as parents to help them discern when somebody doesn't like me or when something is hard versus they're trying to mm-hmm. help you and build you into the best you that you can be because none of us love that discomfort or being met with that challenge sometime of like, is that, is mm-hmm. that the best you got? Is that the best you got? Right. But we need that. We all need that. So I think it's important that we help them discern that. Absolutely. And I think this one's important too. Are, is that teacher pushing them to be the best they can be for that kid's benefit mm-hmm. or for their own personal agenda? Oh, yeah. I think that's something totally. to always really look at too. Um, cause I think the pushing kids, it's a fine line, right? I mean, we see this even with like gymnastics coaches and all sorts of things. Um, are they pushing them so that they can achieve their goals or is it really for the teacher's goals? And I think that's important parents to always be on the lookout for as well. Here's the thing I think about too, though. I really feel like the best teachers, it doesn't matter the aptitude or ability level of the students that they're working with. Like the best teachers just want to help. Mm-hmm. Right. So whether you are at the top of a class or at the bottom of the class, as long as you're meeting that teacher there and that teacher wants to meet you there and you're just going to go, that can be, like you said, that can be the start of magic, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not in three months or in six months, but like over time that can really turn into something. If there's that 
open line of communication both ways and they want what you have and you want to pour into them. Mm-hmm. I see it all the time. Just there are definitely some private lessons that are so enjoyable and the progress is sometimes slow with some of these students, but it's constant. Right. And there's constant growth and it doesn't matter where their starting point was. That's that's a dream, right? That's what everyone wants to work with is just constant progress. Yep. And constant ability and opportunities to help another human. Yes. Yeah. Hey, our random thoughts episode is going to be pretty long because <laughs> we still have one more. So we're we, we thought great. it was going to be pretty short. Yeah, that's not bad. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about attendance a little bit, which I also think could be a whole episode probably for another day. Um, but I think this year, and we've been teaching for quite a while. And this year, I think I've seen it more clearly than I ever have before. And I think that's interesting. Um, But how much they are there and putting in the time and the effort is giant. And you can see it in the progress like we just talked about. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because you can even really see it with some of those students where the progress is slow but constant. Well, my gosh, if they're there all the time, that slow progress sure does snowball really quickly into some giant changes. Um, and then I thought about it and, you know, this isn't just for the kids that want dance to be their entire life. This is kind of the case with everything, right? Like the more effort you put in yeah, and repetitively, the better results you're going to get with anything, going to the gym, getting stronger, lifting weights, um, saving money. Well, and I think that's what is important is it's not about, you know, how much better you necessarily get that day always, because you're going to have those rough days. They're going to have those rough days where they come out to the car and they go, Oh my gosh, like I had an awful day of class. I horrible dancer. I can't do this. Like all the things. Right. But for every day that you have like that, you have another day that you get 1%, 2%, 3% better. And over time, if you are habitually there and and your attendance is good and you're in class and you're working your butt off, like what does that turn into 365 days later? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not about taking a 25% jump every day. It's about the slow and steady progress towards the new you. Mm -hmm. And parents, I think this is where you're super important with the attendance thing too, because, you know, I think younger Jake and Jana could have said to a student, well, you can't be upset if you don't achieve blah, 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 if you weren't here and put in the work. But the reality is I've watched it play out enough. They are going to be upset. Right. <laughs> um, they are because go- they're kids, right? And they don't always predict those consequences as well as we can. And so when they haven't been coming to class and they haven't been putting the time in and I think it's especially hard sometimes for like those talented dancers that have achieved right. in the past. And then when they're not putting the work in and it starts to not go as well, they're going to be disappointed. And so I think the more people they can have around them going, hey, this is what happens if you don't put in the work as constant reminders is helpful to where hopefully they don't have to have that disappointing moment, um, but they can continue to achieve and find balance. We are big believers in balance, right? I don't think that, I think if it is a family birthday, by all means, go out to dinner for that birthday. Um, But that just may mean that if you also have a school football game that you want to go to the next day, you don't go to that. So balance with everything so that they're generally there 
most of the time and putting in the work to get better and better and better. And most of the time is different for everyone, right? That kid that's there all the time is probably going to get better at a faster rate. Well, I think it's important too that I think sometimes we're very quick anymore to try to guard against kids feeling bad or feeling a, a negative emotion. And sometimes that can be some of the best things for kids when they have those moments of going, oh man, that's not, that's not where I want to be. You know, that can be a kind of a cool watershed moment for them at the same time, because if, you know, like, like Jana was saying back in younger Jana and Jake days, we, we might've said something different. It's also good for, for any human to look at what they really ultimately want and go, Hey, something, something might need to change here. And are my habits are my, lining up with achieving That's what, what I'm I just going to say. Yeah. If my habits and my goals or expectations are not lining up, then one of the two has to change. And that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that like I've got to be real enough with myself to say, if this is what I want, I've got to figure out how to make an adjustment. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's, I think, the other thing that we were talking about before we went on here, which is it's so hard, you know, that everything happens so quickly and sometimes so easily for kids these days with with how fast everything moves but like this isn't dance isn't a a fast i get better at everything really fast mm-hmm. you know it, it's totally the crock pot versus microwave analogy but if you're not there and you're not putting in that time it's not it's not doordash you're not getting it in 20 minutes you know yeah. So they, they've got to, they've got to just kind of work through that and we've got to help them work through that, mm-hmm. you know, and just reminding them that that time that they put in is giant yeah. to the overall dancer, technician, performer, all of it that they become. Right. Yeah. Do we make it through all of our points? We did. Those are our three <laughs> random, random thoughts. thoughts. Um, so I hope that they were helpful and inevitably after convention this weekend, we'll walk away with like another list of 10,000 possible ideas for you. Um, thank you all for your requests. We still have lots of those coming up, lots of them with some guests that'll be coming on the podcast. So that's exciting. Yeah. So with that, thank you guys again for joining us this week. We really appreciate you listening. Uh, we'll look forward to being back with you next week. And until then, have a great week. Bye everyone. See you guys.